further at the end. Um, if you're new here, just want to give you an extra warm welcome. It's so good to have you with us. Hope you feel at home. Um, please stick around for tea and coffee. We'd love to get to know you a bit more. And just to reiterate uh, Ben's encouragement for the welcome tea, uh, where a few of us will be this afternoon, just a chance you to get to know more about the church, get to know some of us leaders, and uh, ask any questions you have, whether you've been in the church for a few weeks or a few months, or maybe you've just never been to one before and you've been here quite a long time. You'd love to find out what happens at a welcome tea and how good the cakes are. I don't know how good the cakes are going to be. But we'll find out, won't we, uh, in a little later on if you come and join us. Um, so as uh, you'll be aware, if you've been joining us over recent weeks, we are working our way through the book of Ephesians. And very much the first half of the book of Ephesians is looking at the big cosmic picture of what Christ has done for us. Just how wonderful and amazing and awesome the sacrifice of Jesus was and what it has done in terms of who we are, identity, what God has done, his transformation of the universe, the sense of the kingdom coming, um, uh, the kingdom has come but it's not fully come and all that that means for eternity. And then there's this pivot point halfway through where it goes from looking at the huge pictures going, well, what therefore does it mean for us as followers of Jesus every day, down in the dirt, down in the nitty gritty, in the everyday life of our relationships? And so the last couple of weeks, well, we, uh, we had a bit of a detour. We jumped back to the middle of the book last week and looked at the incredible love that Christ has for us. And this week we're carrying on. We're now in chapter 5, and we're going to be looking at verses 21 to 33, where Paul talks to us about marriages, the relationship between a man and a wife, what they should look like in light of what God has done for us. And um, in a moment I'm going to ask Tom, actually, Tom, could you come and join me? Tom is going to read the passage. But before he does... Um, just want to encourage us to listen. It is going to be on the screen. Feel free to read it from the screen uh, quietly <laughs> in your head. Don't read it out loud. That would be confusing. But uh, read it from the screen or close your eyes. And as we hear Tom read this passage, what I encourage you is just to listen to your heart. Where is there resonance as you listen to the words and where is there dissonance? So by resonance, I'm talking about where does it, it bring a sense of comfort or encouragement or peace or speaks to deep places or relief or agreement. But also listen as to see if there's any dissonance, where it might feel jarring or uncomfortable, where it might be frustrating, there may be annoyance or a sense of disagreement. So let's pray. Holy Spirit, would you help us to be attentive to our hearts now? As we read this passage. Amen. Ephesians 5, 21 to 33. And further, submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. For wives, this means submit to your husbands as to the Lord. For a husband is the head of his wife as Christ is the head of the church. He is the saviour of his body, the church. As the church submits to Christ, so you wives should submit to your husbands in everything. For husbands, this means love your wives, just as Christ loved the church. He gave up his life for her, 
to make her holy and clean, washed by the cleansing of God's word. He did this to present her to himself as a glorious church, without a spot or wrinkle or any other blemish. Instead, she will be a holy, so she will be holy and without fault. So in the same way, husbands ought to lead their wives as they as ought to love their wives <laughs> as they love their own bodies. <laughs> I'm going to read that verse again. <laughs> In the same way, husbands ought to love their wives as they love their own bodies. For a man who loves his wife actually shows love for himself, but no one hates his own body, but feeds and cares for it just as Christ cares for the church. And we are members of his body. As the scripture says, a man leaves his father and mother and is joined to his wife, and the two are united into one. This is a great mystery, but it is an illustration of the way Christ and the church are one. So again I say, each man must love his wife as he loves himself, and the wife must respect her husband. Thank you, Tom. So, where did you experience resonance? Where did you experience dissonance in that passage? Some of you may be feeling very comfortable with this passage. Maybe you're married, you've worked out what this means for you uh, in your marriage. Maybe you aren't married. And actually this all feels a little bit 